Hello everyone I am your host Adi and I'd like to welcome you all to another episode of the Footie Call podcast. Joining me today we have Pal our Chelsea fan and we have two new guests on our podcast. I'll let them introduce themselves. Hey guys my name is Harshwardhan and I am a Barcelona fan. Apelo Cooler. Hello everyone uh, this is Ronak here uh, and I'm a Bayern fan. So you heard from them? So uh, our topic of discussion today is the rebuild that these three clubs have to face this summer. We briefly touched upon it with regards to Chelsea in our last last podcast. So we'll start off with you, Paul. Given the players that will be departing the club, how many players would you say your club needs to buy this window? Well, uh, I think uh, that's a very good question. I think first of all, we just became a club a week ago. We just avoided liquidation. so uh i think there's a lot of rebuild to be done um given where we want to be i would say of a for rough number i'd say at least we would need to sign uh five or six players uh but it's also important in my yesterday four players left us on a free contract uh, i don't know if you guys uh, saw that christensen uh, charlie musonda danny drinkwater and uh, this player called jake clark salter So we've thinned nice our squad. By the way, so, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, so, uh, so we've thinned our squad quite a bit. Uh, there's this one uh, striker that we want to get rid of as well. I'm sure the uh, uh, people on the on the podcast would be interested about that. I'm I'm hearing that he's a replacement for one of the outgoing strikers at that club. Uh, so I'd say. Oh, in the striking department definitely we would need to sign someone um we are as i mentioned looking um uh, at players like lewandowski maybe uh, a a player we, of course we have gabriel jesus as well uh, also definitely we've lost three center backs uh, we would need to replace them uh, we're looking at uh, jules kunde that deal should be completed uh we're also looking for guardiola we're looking at kulibali kulibali looks to be that it should get over the line as well as kunde uh also i would like to improve my the attack but i don't see that happening in one transfer window but i do like how these new owners are moving uh they've basically decided to look at the women's team first and just sort all the signings out we've already made two very good signings in the women's team already so i think they're going to look at that first and then just focus on the men's team and another big point is as it's been reported thomas tuchel has been given full authority of uh, what players we need to go after which i feel is very important and a big change at the club which was, this was not happening before okay so uh, you heard from paul so do you have anything to say in that regard especially you ronak since he's you know saying that lewandowski might move to chelsea so do you have anything to say in that regard uh i think uh, in terms of uh, the defense i personally don't consider koulibaly to be a great option when i'm looking at a long term perspective she's yeah. uh, i mean uh, jules kunde is, is certainly a great option he's been linked with the club for a long time now and he fits all the boxes uh, more importantly you can almost guarantee right that he'll give you 4 5 6 year uh, at least i mean uh, we and this is assuming that he turns out to be a success and all the uh pointers do suggest that he will be a good signing uh 
having said that uh, i do believe that uh, instead of koulibaly uh, i'll drag back to another name that paul mentioned and that's uh, josco guardiol i think uh, he in a sense can be the perfect uh, rudiger replacement for chelsea because uh, uh, he he is really good at the things that made uh, rudiger stand apart so he's he's absolutely phenomenal with the ball at his feet he can play short passes he is not the best crosser i mean and when i say yeah. the term crosser is because he's been used as a left back also at times at leipzig yeah but you know like you can see him uh, making those uh, long diagonals or uh, just just a release pass to uh, to a Reece James making a run or maybe even you know Mason Mount or whoever is playing on the flanks essentially uh, from a defensive standpoint he is not he like he really isn't the best one on one defender in my opinion and that's something that is against the general consensus because people believe him to be a good uh, one on one defender again like uh, I agree with he's, you. I of the of the three yeah. mentioned of the three mentioned he's the least uh yeah. good defensively in my opinion. Having 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 said that uh like he's he's certainly going to benefit from the fact that Tuchel also plays three at the back and yeah. that's what he's been used to at Leipzig and in a in a set defense I mean he's he's really tough to get past because he he'll provide that help defense he'll come in with a random interception he's he's quick he's quick uh, to uh, you know uh, clear his lines uh, and again he's just 20 right and again yep. he's he's he'll, he is his price point i think uh, will certainly be much lesser than uh, uh, your koulibaly because again we know how uh, crazy the uh, sporting directors in italy are i mean i don't know what the asking price for koulibaly is but the last i heard it was around 90 million which is absurd for a player his age uh, so again like if if i would have to pick a defender for chelsea i would you know i would rather have them throw in the kitchen sink for guardiola i mean outside of kunde but that's just me i think apart from the center backs that uh, chelsea have to buy i think they're also about to lose aspilicueta and alonso in deals so i think they'll have to purchase at least four or five players defensively just to counteract those symptoms i'm hoping that i think that is if they decide to play with a back three but if they switch to a back four i think you can reduce that to a three or four players i mean yes you need at least one player to uh, to have some competition with ben chilwell and then you need someone at right back as well to yeah to give some uh, competition to reese james as well So that'll be two players at least, and then you don't have any other good centre backs. So at least two or three centre backs there. So just number boys down to four or five players, yes. Uh, absolutely. I'm hoping that Aspilicueta rumours aren't. I hope he stays another year. But uh, what I'm hearing out of Spain is. I mean, if if Barcelona remain with their offer of five million, I'm pretty sure he's going to stay for another year. I, I mean, coming back to the point that Paul mentioned that your striker that you want to offload might be a replacement for one of our teams. I sure hope that you weren't talking about Barcelona. No, no, absolutely. I'm talking about. Uh, I I read recently that they were talking about uh, Bayern were talking about Lukaku as a replacement. Yeah. Ah, uh, yeah. That's good. That's good. Lukaku might score another 25-30 goals, become relevant again, and then Chelsea's going to pay ton of money. I I think we're done with that chapter. Let's let's not go there again. You know, he clearly wants uh, you know nothing to do with us, and you know I'll be. I haven't disliked a particular player from my club ever in my life, and the. Dislike that I have for this guy is like compared to none. 
<laughs> yeah, I mean, you haven't taken his name once. You dislike him so much. No, I don't. I, I can't. I can't stand him. I, I've had to watch him for a year, basically. The, I, don't, I don't know if you guys saw the Crystal Palace away game. The guy had seven touches in the entire game. How about Morata, Higuain? I, I would take, you know, Higuain, he had his moments. Morata was actually quite decent in, in, in patches. Uh, I feel I feel a lot of people underrate Murata and, and get on his back a lot. I would have liked to see him for another year at Chelsea, but that's just me, I guess. Lukaku, I just don't get it. I don't get it. He's, he's apart from missing chances, I just see a lack of effort from the guy. And and when when people, I, I don't know if you, have noticed, if you guys have noticed, he's gained weight again. And that for me is unacceptable. It's unacceptable. I, mean, I don't know what happens. What diet do you like enjoy hamburgers and you know shepherd's pie in England? I mean, see, apart from apart from all the off the field stuff, uh, I mean, one thing that's kind of becoming a pattern with Lukaku is that he just seems to give up when uh, you know the manager is not using him in a position that suits him the best. Like we saw that at United, like towards his last few months at United, he wasn't being played as a central man. Yeah. He wasn't having players run by him, you know, to so that he could uh, uh, Hold the play some layoffs, yeah. do that one touch game, uh, and the same thing is happening at Chelsea. I mean, uh, he like there are there are only a handful of games that I can think of where uh, you know Tuchel just decided like, okay, I'm just going to feed Lukaku and like let's just see from there. Apart from that, it's been like, hey, we have a system. Uh, this is this is what it is. This is what we need you to do, and uh, just I mean we paid a uh, goddamn hundred million for you so just go out there adapt to it and play play to our needs and uh, he's he's just you know uh, simply uh, failed to do that i think lukaku and murata are like part of a big money laundering scheme i think it's down to that let's not let's not get into conspiracy theories right now so uh, moving on from chelsea uh, i'll go to you harsh uh, regarding barcelona same question for you how many players do you your club realistically needs this window. We're not going to get into the financial stuff right now, but uh, how many players do you think you need in this summer window? I think we need at least three or four players uh, immediately to walk into the starting lineup because we are having like like fallacies at the back, in the middle, and up front. Even though we've invested so much money, we haven't gotten any sort of return out of them. Like I can right. see, I, it like counting on my fingers, I can see that eight or nine players should be leaving right now. There's so much deadwood at the club. Every player that is currently playing at the club is on high con, high wages, high contracts, it, which makes it very difficult for them to move on. And plus, like 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 you said, that we are facing financial difficulties from the past two three years, and it's pretty difficult to sign anyone right now. Realistically speaking, I do hope that we get three or four players in. But I don't. I hope. I sure hope not that they come at the expense of some of the good players that are, that might be going out. So when I, you say three or four players, are you counting the impending deals of Frank Kessie and Andres Christensen in those three four players, or apart from them, you need three four players? Uh yeah, I am counting Christensen and Kessie as part of the three four players that we need okay. currently need right yeah for the for the first team and the bench. But, okay. Yeah, and so apart from that, I think Lewandowski was touted as one of the biggest uh, like rumors for Barcelona. I sure hope that we get him, even though like pay up, man, pay up. with Lewandowski then. And uh, we also are in contact with Rafinha, I think, from Leeds. Yeah. Uh, 
I I I find him massively overrated, and I feel like Leeds are asking. Really? Yeah, I I feel like Leeds are asking for a lot of money for him compared to what he has done in the past year. Sixty million for him would like it's, it's way too much money. I think the money is a lot, but I think he's a baller. I I would. I, I mean, would for sixty mils, for sixty mils, I don't think he he's performed like for one year, and we don't just pay sixty mils for a guy. I mean, it, it it sounds funny coming from a guy who spends hundred and twenty and sixty million on players. Yeah, you spend hundred million on Usman Dembele after one season in Dortmund. Yeah, so I mean, you... it sounds funny that it's coming from me, but then now we have to be thrifty on in our yeah. pockets. So yeah, I I sure uh, because we were we were hoping that Leeds went down, got relegated, and then his release clause became like twenty twenty five million. Which would have been a correct number for a guy like him and his skill set probably, but then for sixty million for Rafinha is way too much money. I think Arsenal or somebody or Chelsea might be paying that that amount of money, but not us. I think a uh, a lot of people are hoping for Leeds to go down. They have a lot of good players. Yeah, exactly. Yes, so many good players and it'll be dirt cheap. It'll be like a mass exodus on Leeds. Leeds is fun. I'm just surprised you think uh, Arsenal will pay 60 million right off the bat for Rafinha in that kind of money. I mean, no. just surprised. I mean, I mean, 40 million plus one pound would be like calling something out, but then I think 60 million uh, Arsenal would. It's okay, shit happens. <laughs> but yeah, apart from apart from like Lewandowski, Christensen, and Kessie, I sure hope we get uh, Marcus Alonso from Chelsea. Uh, Take him. <laughs> I think I think yes I think I think even they want to get rid of him and I think he has the quality to like perform in a league like La Liga. You know, I'll tell you I'll tell you that whoever made Marcus Alonso a left back denied the world of one of their best strikers. <laughs> so I think you should play him up front because that guy's left foot is one of the best in the game. But as a defender, I have never seen someone look as slow. Like his pace on FIFA is actually not even that bad and. Apparently he runs fast, but when you see him run back, it is yeah. it's a joke. Like I'm it's not even like, lying. It's like a taller Jordi Alba. It's it's just the same thing. It's like a taller Jordi yeah. Alba. Jordi Alba is supposed to be fast. Jordi Alba is fast. Dude, what are you saying? He's one of the fastest players in the game. Yeah. Okay. So one question I did want to ask you, uh, like when you said you you wanted to sign three or four players, so what would be your expectations compared to what you? At this season, so to next season, like you would sign three of your four players, you're uh, you're back in the Champions League. Um, I'm I I don't know whether you'll be in a title race. Are you expecting to be in one, or and are these players pushing you towards that, or are you just looking to stabilize and get out of this financial mess this year, and then we'll go next year? Yeah, I think I think like uh, at a club like Barcelona, you it's very difficult to have turnaround seasons. You've already gone, I think, two seasons without a trophy, so it's, it would be pretty difficult for everybody to be answerable to have a third season without a trophy. So, like realistic expectations for the next season would be like Copa del Rey, probably be in the hunt for the title. Like even if you finish second by a point or two, I think that's that's good enough. And like for Champions League, I think if we give a good fight and if we probably reach the semi-finals or like the quarter-finals or if we go out on a goal or two, I think that's good. I think get out of the yes. get out of the group stage. Yeah, definitely yes, definitely yes. That will be one of the biggest priorities. Get out of the group group stage, reach the quarters, probably, and I hopefully we reach the semis. I I won't be saying that that we'll be winning the Champions League anytime soon, but then. I think I think reaching the semis would be one of the biggest uh, 
are tasks here. Also, a note on Pistons, and I hope he doesn't, uh, you know, get sick before games often. I think that was just for Chelsea, dude. He didn't want to be there, so he like dude, answered. Dude, yes. the amount of times that guy just pulled out of lineups. It yeah, I know. It was a joke. It was, <laughs> it was like when we uh, ask our managers for sick leaves during work, like on the day of the game, like FA Cup final in the morning. He's like, I don't feel like I want to play. I think, you know, yeah. But you get like you know, I'm not feeling up to it. Please rest me for the next game. Christensen is basically doing that uh, on the day of the game. Yeah, <laughs> he ruined his legacy in my opinion. I think he ruined a, uh, like a lot of Chelsea fans loved him. He came on in a Champions League final in the 34th minute for Thiago Silva, and he played one of the best games I've seen a centre back play. He just locked Foden out of the game, and then he's gone this year. And he's just there's a way to leave. I don't think him yeah. and Kotoa even, but Kotoa has redeemed himself a bit this year. So that's fine. I think I don't think Kota is getting any more like. Abuses from these Chelsea fans. Yeah, yeah, we're good. We're all good. I'm forgiven. All is forgiven. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I think. Like talking about the left back for my club, it would be like apart from Alonso, we are also focusing on Nicolas Tagliafico from the Ajax. We were heavily linked with him in January, but then the deal fell through because of the monetary issue. And also, Javi Galan from Celta. He's like this young baller. Like everybody is a baller in La Liga. They say every young player out there. You also bought, also bought Alvaro Nunes, right, from Bilbao? Uh, no, uh, we haven't bought any Alvaro Nunes from Bilbao. I, I just I saw an article that he's a, he's a right back. You completed the sign. He's a young, twenty-one-year-old right back, but he. Yeah. I feel that. Yeah, yeah I, I, like, we've been doing this that we're uh, looking out for young Spanish players, and then we're signing them, and then we're leaving them on loan for a year at their existing clubs. Okay. So a player like Pedri, uh, we signed him like a year ago before he came to Barcelona, and we left him with Las Palmas. Yeah, he gained the relevant match experience, and he's performing well. Same thing happened with uh, Pablo Torre. Pablo Torre is touted to be one of the biggest prospects in Spanish football, and we did the same thing with him. I sure hope he does like be on the same level as Pedri or Gavi or something like that. So let me just remind everyone that Barcelona had Mark Cucurella on their books. And yeah, boy. I mean, the, yeah. <laughs> the one that got away. And and uh, on the same line, Chelsea had Tarek Lamptey and Tino Livramento. Can we not talk like, about the players that Chelsea had? Like we'll we'll be here all day. Okay, so yeah, we're, dig- we're digging deep for content now. If we're talking about the players that we had. Let's just move on and uh, move on towards Bayern and Ronak. Uh, same question for you, Ronak. Uh, given the players that will be departing, how many players would you say your club needs to buy this window? So, uh, I mean, we pretty much. Uh, I mean, Nusair Mazarawi has been confirmed. Ryan Ravenbush. I mean, I just don't know why this is taking so long. But uh, I mean, he he is also one player that we gotta get across the line. I mean. I really don't know with Lewandowski. Uh, we are really better off if we, you know, have a plan B anyway, even if he stays, because uh, it's it's just never uh, fun to have a disgruntled player on the bench, right? I mean, even if, especially considering that he is the greatest, uh, sorry, not greatest. Oh my bad, <laughs> second greatest striker ever of Bayern, right? So, uh, I mean. Just it's it's really a matter of uh, you know Barca eventually paying up 
and uh, there's there's a pattern that i would actually like to highlight uh, you know uh, of of top players who who just like went completely uh, ballistic about how they want to leave their current club and want to join barcelona uh, the three names that come to my mind are uh, the most recent obviously is philip coutinho then there was antoine griezmann then there was usman dembele uh all of those three guys uh, were failures at the club so harsh like brace yourself just in case a transfer does happen uh but also the second thing is that uh, barcelona did eventually have to pay for all those three players like you know the club did not cave in and uh, i do believe that's going to be the case uh, with bayern as well as in uh, i mean the current asking price is 16 million i don't think uh he is going to get that much money but you know somewhere around 40 45 that's a sweet spot and i think barca will do something eventually to uh get that across the line uh having said that again coming back to uh the players that we need uh, again we already have two players across the board uh, sadio mane seems to be a case of uh, time again like he is also pretty much uh, sh- assured to sign i mean if if only uh, hasan salih amidzic would stop low bowling with ridiculously yeah. stupid uh, you know add-ons like uh, winning three ballon d'ors back to back and all that stuff uh, but yeah i mean outside of that i would particularly like outside of these three players uh, i think i would look at uh, i would be very happy if ban can get two more players and uh, the specific areas would again one would be an out and out striker uh, if 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 uh, if mane does sign uh, he, you expect him to play centrally like he has been doing for liverpool in the last few months uh, but there's a good chance serge nabri also leaves the season and if that happens and it makes much more sense to uh, play mane out wide again like we could we could just go with a lineup of uh, you know coman uh, sane and uh, mane but uh, i mean there's injuries there's player rotation what not so we do need a striker i mean it goes without saying that joshua zerg is not going to cut it uh so uh we we've been leaked with sasakaladzic uh i actually do rate him but he's nowhere near to you know being a constant production machine for bayern uh so if we get him on like a cheaper deal have at it uh, like by all means but uh, i i would i would uh, i mean like there are there are really two players who could be like actual replacements of uh, lewandowski uh, if not produce the same amount of goals that he did uh, at least uh, come at least somewhere close to it i mean the first one goes without saying that's cristiano ronaldo but i don't think that's going to happen uh, and the second one is uh, is a player who again i don't think is going to happen because of his nationality and that's uh, jan lucas kamaka uh i think he is literally like the season that he had with satsuolo it's exactly what he did in his first season with dortmund uh he's he's a brilliant finisher he's he's good with the ball at his feet he he's not as great uh, with his back uh, to the uh, to the goal but uh, again he's he's still 23 he can learn those things uh bayern have been used uh, to play target man football uh, ever since lewandowski has been at the club that would help uh, skamaka a lot uh, but again like i mean i'm just spitballing here like i, I would be really happy if we if we sign him uh, but yeah that's that's one department the second would uh, be uh, in defense really because uh, 
we we've lost nicolas sula and uh, i mean uh, our our center back has been very suspect man like uh, with with lucas hernandez he's when on his day he's i mean potentially no player is is going past him and we did see that uh, against uh, psg last season like i mean neymar was dribbling all he wanted but when it came to the final third lucas hernandez is always there but then again he has his injury issues uh, there's dio pomecano who will either uh, put a 10 out of 10 performance or a 2 out of 10 performance and there's nothing in between there's uh, benjamin pavard but i mean uh, with with the addition of mazrawi uh, he can play as a center back but then again he would play on the left not on the right like he's used to playing as a left center back which again like leaves us suspect we have a lot of youngsters there's there's nia tang tangai nianji is there uh, we're getting chris richards back from hoffenheim and he's he's been kind of converted into a center back uh but again like that's that's one area where you know if if we get a reputed name and uh, i i necessarily don't mean uh, an elite name like uh, matthias delict but you know even even someone uh, young who could just come in like just give that depth there because that that part has has been suspect over time and i mean nicolas sula's departure doesn't really help so yeah i mean outside of whatever we have these are the two areas i would really really want band to fortify as quickly as possible i mean ronak uh, like brilliantly articulated about the squad and everything and the problems that you have but does anybody actually care i mean it's band and it's band. i mean i care i mean care anybody cares i don't think anybody gives shit about what band is doing because most of the players mentioned i don't think anybody even rates like Like why the violence all of a sudden? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, uh... no. Uh, first thing I wanted to say was uh, congratulations on winning 2023 Bundesliga. <laughs> Dude, not guaranteed with Lewandowski leaving, man. I'm telling you, not guaranteed with Lewandowski. Leaving. I will bet my with my salary for this month that you win Bundesliga, and I guarantee I will get it done. I think in low balling. I think in low balling. Salary for this month, I think it should be in the EU. EU area. So uh, I, I I don't think Bayern would have a problem replacing uh, Lewandowski even if if he leaves. Uh, I think the signing of Sadio Sadio Mane, in my opinion, is people say that he's he's over his prime. He's not. He's got a, a good three or four. Oh, I absolutely disagree with the notion that he's over his prime. Yeah, that's 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 ridiculous. I mean, in Bundesliga, he's going to score forty goals. He's going to score goals for fun in Bundesliga yeah. and in the Champions League. Like his record in the Champions League is also ridiculous. It's also indeed, indeed. So I think you're getting one, and for a price of like if if you if you even if you get him for forty five million or fifty million, that's that's one of the bargains of the summer in my opinion. Yeah, he's 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 going to give us three seasons at the bare minimum. Yeah, so we are talking we are talking about a club that is used to you know uh, getting its uh, senior players playing till like at least 34 35 so yeah also are you guys looking at sebastian halle i go i saw article about uh, i hope not man i mean the links were there like i have i have maintained this ever since he had that brilliant season at frankfurt is that sebastian halle is a system player yeah. i i harbed about it on and on when west ham signed him that he is not going to function unless you give him a proper running mate up front uh, which which he got in anthony at ajax 
Yeah, and among among other players, which is why again he uh, he 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 really had a phenomenal season. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I I I genuinely hope not, because again, he's uh, Haller is. Uh, it's 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 also a matter of fact that uh, he's coming off you know a great season. So obviously, uh, and Ajax are pretty much selling most of their players. Like most of the players are on the market. So if you, if you want uh, another good player of theirs, he's the asking price is going to be high. Uh, he turns twenty eight this month. So again, I just doesn't make sense really because the the striker department is one. Where I mean the the investment regarding Sasa Kalajdzic makes sense with Mane coming on board is that he could be his understudy, right? And yeah. uh, he could develop into our main guy by the time uh, it's time for uh, Mane to take a back seat. So in that sense, it does uh, make sense. I mean, it goes the same for Skamaka, like I suggested. But again, uh, Haller, hell, no, I hope not. I think there's a, there's one centre back that people are actually I don't know top clubs should be looking at. I would definitely go and get it. That's uh, Joe Gomez at Liverpool. I think he's just under the radar right now, and just he's behind Matt. But I don't Matt. think he's he's in the mark. Like personally, he's, like yeah, he has one year left on his contract, and hmm. they're talking about re-signing him and extending. He's not going to get that much playing time at Liverpool. He's, he's, he's he can play right back as well, and I think he's quality. He has a dodgy injury record, but I think. Uh, a uh, top club in Europe should go and get him, you know, because you know, very good centre back, you know, uh, and there's a lot of potential out there. But you know, he's proven in the Premier League as well, so I think uh, should. Be. No, I, I certainly agree on the quality part. Uh, see, the the reason why I don't think uh, so. Two two things come to mind. Uh, first is obviously his availability as to whether Liverpool are open to selling him. Uh, secondly, he's English. He's I think I'm not sure, but he's I think he's 25 years old right now. Yeah, and uh, like, see, it would be blasphemous to suggest that Van Dijk is you know going to fall off a cliff in the next two no. years. I mean, he he might. Who knows? Like it's football. Shit happens. But like with, with Van Dijk and you know like Matip being that good, and especially Konate eventually showcasing. Uh, what he really can do in the last two months for Liverpool, uh, that's that's the thing, right? Like you, even Konate is injury prone, and uh, Matip for the phenomenal season that he had is also like uh, outside of this last season, he's also shown a tendency for being injury prone. So it's it's just a matter of rotation, right? So again, I I really don't believe that uh, Liverpool would be willing to let him go uh, unless Joe Gomez is like. Okay, I just have one year left on my contract. I want to run it down. I want to play for a club that'll give me regular playing time. And uh, yeah, I mean that's that's about it. Because uh, if if he does sign that extension, I am like I am willing to bet that he won't get uh, like you won't get him for less than fifty million pounds. Well, if you guys want a centre back, we have uh, this really good French centre back called Malang Sar. Rona. Like to- like looking at that, you need a centre back and a striker. How about you give us Lewandowski and we give you Dongley and Martin Brathwaite. Oh, we'll we'll throw in we'll throw in Umtiti in the mix as well. This for what, what happened to Umtiti? I mean, don't even ask. It, it was might as well just take Lewandowski for free, mate. <laughs> I, I mean, Longley and Umtiti would be performing. At their levels in the Mundes, the level that were expected of them. 
Oh, I absolutely disagree on that regard. And uh, if if uh, Adi would allow me, I would like to like you know kind of break this myth that uh, uh, like Bundesliga is such an easy league. I mean that might be the case for uh, forwards, but it's the reverse for defenders because it's a yeah like yeah. in 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 terms of in terms of the flow of the football, I don't think any league is as fast paced as the Bundesliga because both teams are going to attack. So for attackers, that's that's why it's it's easier for attackers to you know get into those positions, score more goals, and stat pad or whatever. You don't but have to tell us. Uh, yeah, we, but like stop. especially, but then like it 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 becomes especially difficult for uh, teams to defend because I mean you are expected to attack and then defend the next moment and that goes on for ninety minutes. So, I mean saying that uh, a defender who's who's performing terribly in a in a in a league uh, which is comparatively slower would uh, suddenly perform well in the Bundesliga is is. Uh, Bit of an overstatement, to be very honest. Do you think Brathwaite would be able to score fifteen goals in the Bundesliga? Fifteen twenty goals. If he's playing for Bayern, probably. But yeah. uh, <laughs> but uh, no, I don't think so. He can he can do that. <laughs> Otherwise, the Bundesliga forward myth is uh, it's not a myth. It's like uh, I had Timo Werner for Golden Boot. <laughs> no, I was that. I haven't been that excited for a player in a long time, and. I just watch compilations and then just he's scoring goal after goal, and then I'm seeing this player at Chelsea can't control a ball. So, I mean, but a lot of it is also down to the fact that he's just been absolutely terrible in front of goal. He's missed so many game time chances which he would normally convert at Leipzig. That so, does, that's uh, what that's why I don't understand. Like, what is it? Does he, he I mean, obviously, off? obviously, that does not make it any better. <laughs> Is no, I'm, 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 I don't know what's happening. Like, so uh, I think this is a perfect time to wrap up this episode. Uh, 